Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome back in. It is hour number two of VEASAN Bet Center here on a Saturday night live from our Circus Sports Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Back with Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. Dan Miller, our producer, thanks so much for hanging out with us. A lot to catch you up on. Sometimes, Josh, as you look at the U.S. Open and any golf tournament, you need some breaks. You need to get lucky a time or two. Russell Henley, who is 290 to 1 pre-tournament, he just got a really nice break. Out of the bunker at 11, one-shot lead at 5-under over Richard Bland at 4-under with a couple big names lurking, notably Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy, John, John Rahm, all at 3-under par. What does Bland do with it seem, seemingly uh, like, looking like his round is about to go off the rails? He dunks it. Russell Henley. Dunks it in the hole. Russell Henley on 11 from the bunker in the bottom of the cup, 6-under par, Refresh that leaderboard. He's got a two-shot lead, and on the live betting market, he now goes is still four to one, as he is the second betting favorite. DeChambeau, four to one as well. Rom still your in-tournament favorite at plus. It was coming in with some heat too. I mean, if it doesn't yeah. dunk, it's, we've seen it's, a lot of balls hit, pass, hit yeah. pins and sticks this week. Oh, did of... you see Sergio's today? That was early in his round. That was rough. It's like you know, you, you, we've all been there. Hitting We're the happy. flagstick is like the worst thing almost. And, and I, I couldn't believe that ball that Sergio hit on chip shot. That was his third shot on a par five. Going to hit it close, probably going to birdie. And it spun back about 40 yards. Right back to where he was. He didn't move. By the way, Richard Bland has about a 60-foot par putt after he drove in the bunker on 11. 
So this this needs to go, and uh, that is oh, it just gets over the ridge. So speed. He was dangerously close to leaving that about 18 feet short. Instead, that's actually a really good putt by Richard Bland. Just a two putt from there for Bogey. But Bland will drop back into that group with Rory McIlroy, Bryson DeChambeau, and John Rahm. And we mentioned this earlier. His prop, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to bet this because how could you root against a guy like Richard Bland? Can't. 48 years old. First career European Tour win coming at the British Masters yeah. about a month ago. How about that? You can't root against this guy. His, his prop for, for, for round scoring for round three was 72 and a half. Minus 130 to the over. He's about to be two over, which would be on a pace of 73. There's a couple I, cool I, I, I didn't want to do it. I, you, no. I didn't want to bet it. I didn't want to bet it. But so was that his... Was predictable. The, the, you said the British... British, British Mat. Not the Open. The Mat. British yeah, Masters. That European was his, Tour event. That was his first win. It was. It was a month ago. Like playoff. you see the like the momentum. We talk about this well, baseball a lot. Well, then he piled that up. T three at the Denmark yeah. event right after that. So he he just, was coming in with good form. We just had no idea who he was. And that's what we talk about like whether it's teams or individual players where pitchers can affect it, which is why we look at pitchers all day in baseball. Like when you get hot, it's the same thing with this kid Chris Baker. He's tied for twenty two right now. He shot a sixty nine today. He's uh, two under on the day. He's plus one on the tournament. Uh, Monday qualifiers are back, and he's the same thing. He was playing well. He qualified Monday, and he's parlaying this into this man. Like. When you catch these guys with the momentum, that's why I've been talking about Ram a lot and your plus 450. Are the odds there? No, but considering the way he has been playing, it's actually pretty good odds probably. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you have right. to follow. Like, there's, there's something to say, like, when, you, when you're going right, your mind kind of goes blank and you just, you're, everything you've worked on your whole life just kind of takes over without any distractions or interferences. And that's what we're seeing right now. And, again, Bland, that, that's a heck of a putt. That's, I mean, that's, listen, it's a bogey, but that could have been a double easily. That's a, that's, a, that's a theme at times at the U.S. Open. There are good bogeys you can make, and so Bland will fall to three under par. By the way, another one of these uh, out-of-nowhere guys who's making a charge. How about Mackenzie Hughes, a Canadian, yes. who just drilled a 60-foot eagle putt. Look at this. Watch it track. Tracking. Tracking. It's going. Bang. Bang. Eagle. He is now four under par, two under for the day. Mackenzie Hughes, he pulls within two of Russell Henley right now. So, again, we open the show by telling you there were three guys with odds north of 200 to 1 who were all in the top three, Matthew Wolf being the third. He has fallen back to three under par uh, right now. If you wanted to get in on uh, Mackenzie Hughes pre-tournament, he was uh, only 350 to 1. So, the three guys right now, and it's now the two at the top, Henley, 290 to 1 pre-tournament, six under par. Mackenzie Hughes at four under, three. 50 to 1, and he was, still, uh, he, he was still 80 to 1, and that it was a very similar putt. That was, that was kind of like to, uh, Tiger the, the Woods turnaround right the, there in for the Tiger. third round of his 2008. That's when he had comeback. the broken knee, right? That's when yes. he had the, the fracture. That's Playing when his caddy line. told him after, I think, what the first nine holes, Tiger, it's like you're risking your long term health. Like, let's double, just withdraw. Let's end hole, it. Uh, both on Thursday and yeah. Friday. Yeah. He told, uh, he's like, listen, man, there's, you don't need to be a hero. You're hurt. And what did Tiger say to him? I can't say it on air because he cussed, but this is Vison Bet Center. We are winning this tournament. Said, but we're talking. We're talking <laughs> some of the similarities. Tiger Woods, the incredible, it's crazy uh, run. Plot, as yeah. we, uh, we welcome you back in Vison Bet Center on a Saturday night here in Las Vegas. Back with Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. There is a lot going on at the U.S. Open, and a couple of guys. We I think we all assumed any any golf better out there. Kind of figuring. All right, the top guys: Russell Henley, Richard Bland, Mackenzie Hughes. Mackenzie's this been. surely can't continue. Well. But, at least two of those guys have said, uh, hold my beer. McKenzie hit five birdies and one bogey yesterday. In round one, I mean, it started bad. Bogey, bogey, double. But then he followed with a birdie and an eagle. 
Uh, that was on the back side. He had just the one over on the front side. And then again today, um, on the front side, he was he was plus one. He did bogey nine, which you know probably going to be a little upset about that. But then he comes back and goes birdie par eagle. So like he's been playing well the whole time. I mean, again, like you said, there there are good bogeys at this tournament. You're, it's 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 hard to, to to not have any. And he has mixed in it's gonna happen two doubles, point. but you know he's got a couple of eagles and. You drain that, and you look up, and, and, and there's Mackenzie Hughes, and now he's got a lot to play for. So, again, this leaderboard is going to change a lot, in my opinion, over the rest of today and clearly into tomorrow. Rom's still your betting favorite, plus 350. He's at 300 still. par, playing at 13, just three shots back. And you could make the argument right now that this tournament is, if, if you're still going to die on the, on the, and I think it's a, a lot of people, are, I, me included, would still assume this, if you're going to you know, die on, on the... Uh, Oh. On the position of it's not going to be Henley, it's not going to be Hughes, you have McElroy, DeChambeau, and Rahm all right there at uh, three under par. We will quickly turn to the baseball because if Come you were, on, if you were with us in the first hour, you, we were not planning on doing this, but there was something that jo- caught Josh's attention. How does this happen? And uh, we, I jokingly said that if you wanted to get in on the Blue Jays, down 7-4 in the eighth inning with nobody on and two outs, it was 14-1 to live. Josh laughed at me. It was twelve to one. What twelve for? Either way, then it, it was a twelve to they're one. They're down what three or they're down three. It was seven four. to four going to the top of the ninth inning. You see what you're seeing on your screen? That is not an error. It was the bases were loaded seven four. Paul Fry, Josh thought he should have got a called strike three on Marcus Simeon. One hundred percent did not. Walked him with the bases loaded. They take out Fry. So Tyler Wells comes in in a seven five game. We went to break and then. And then, and I gotta watch my runs give and up. And then, a little flare. I don't know if you saw it, Josh, but Bobachet had this little ball right off the end of the bat down the right field line. It Good at falls. Bat, by the way, it was one and two for a minute. A couple foul yeah. balls. Falls past a diving. Uh, I think it was Santander and right. A diving attempt goes down for a two-run single. Then Vlad Guerrero, who probably will win, I think should win the AL MVP double to make it uh, eight. Uh, to make it nine uh, seven, and then Randall Gritchick, J- Randall Gritchick drives him in with a double. So ten seven. So many questions. I off of so this brutal Baltimore bullpen, Toronto is fourteen to one in the live market at one point. And if so you if questions. you were the brave soul, if you took the Orioles pregame against Alec Manoa as a plus one thirty two underdog, four one out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, first question: oh, What, what is, are you going to do? Can I please do? manage the Baltimore Orioles? Because this will not happen ever again. I, I this is insane. That you guys are doing this. Yes, it was a strike three to Simeon. Didn't get the call. Okay, I get it. Why are we playing at the wall in right field? Why was he so deep? I don't understand that, too. Why, uh, a single score is two. I'm not playing deep. I'm playing no doubles because then I'm giving up the lead. i got to be a little bit in. The ball should have been caught. Yeah, he had to leave his feet in right field, but it still should have been caught. Uh, so the defensive placement was wrong. How the manager of the Baltimore Eagles using his pitching is clearly wrong. 12-1 or 14-1. Did not seem high enough. Clearly was plenty high enough because it's the Baltimore Orioles. And, again, you have to factor in not just the players but the manager because now I'm going to start really wearing on him because the decisions he's making is putting this team in a bad position. Uh, that should never happen, giving up six in the ninth in, in a situation like this where Toronto hasn't been playing well. I, I, I mean, started I'm stumbling. Just... Like, you're putting guys in a position they're not even used to being put in. And if you're going to yeah. do that, I, now all I of a sudden your this is your if this is, and I'm not even an Oriole fan, but baseball fan. So now, if Wells is your, if you're going to put him into close, 
I don't know your whole situation, but if you're going to put him in a close, now you have to give him another shot. Because anytime I throw somebody for the first time, nerves are going to crank in. More than likely, you're not going to get the job done because of, of everything that's at stake closing a major league baseball game. So i got to let you get the failures out first. Now I have to continue to give this kid an opportunity if this is something that I want him to do, if I want to make him better. But if this was like a last second, like I don't have anybody else, let's throw Wells in, he blows it, he's probably not going to see the game for a couple weeks again. Like Then you can't do that because then you lost him. Whoever you decide to plug in next is going to be wrong. Like there's so many things that come into play with all this. This this stuff, again, there shouldn't be this this big of a separation between winning and losing teams in baseball. There shouldn't be this many teams this bad. Like we knew, I knew the Baltimore was going to be the worst team in baseball. No, they're not the worst team. There's a couple teams, you know, fighting for that. But we knew this, and why? When you have all of this talent on paper and people telling me that I'm probably wrong with this, there's a lot that factors in. And watching, I'm not even going to say his name because he doesn't deserve it. But the manager for Baltimore has cost them this game. That's for sure. I, I won't say it if, if you're not. I'm not saying his name. Maybe this Josh. Sad well, maybe we'll see Josh. This is 25 years that I'm like 25 years in a row since the day I was drafted. This right all now, started they're just still because, terrible. Just because we wanted to see teams, no, two, two teams that Josh <laughs> pitched for in his career. We wanted to see what the heck happened to Alec Manoa, the rookie. Why did he get ejected? And uh, oh. it turned into this. So, and you don't deserve to win that game either if you're the Toronto Blue Jays. The game's still not over. When your pitcher gets rocked and then throws at somebody because he's mad at himself from getting home runs. And then the Orioles let you off the hook. You're still coming to my Jordan Romano in to save, by the way. Uh, and if you want the Orioles plus, what are you going to get that four, at? at? Fourteen to one. That's it. Fourteen Come to one. Come on. Right Same thing as what we saw uh, oh, on the man. opposite side. Let's go back to the U.S. Open. They because, had pitching uh, too, by the way. Yeah. The Orioles, real quick. Let me just oh, okay. Because one, you can get one last. Well, and here's my other problem. Then we will banish the I Orioles from this bet. Listen, this is all in-game stuff. It's all information you guys need to know. Like if we're going to be that's, betting this stuff in the Orioles. So my man Wells, who by the way they brought into close today. Guess when he pitched yesterday? Because he did pitch yesterday. Guess what inning he pitched? The fifth inning. I was going to say fourth. He came in the fifth inning and, and finished the fifth and sixth. And now all of a sudden, he's closing. Harvey played. Fry did pitch the ninth, but it was a 7-1 game, so it wasn't a save opportunity. So it was obviously way different. But they did win 7-1 to yesterday. They got rolled the day before that. So, again, this is stuff we look into, too. Managers, everybody else. I'm going to pitch the fifth thing today, and you're going to ask me to close tomorrow? How am I prepared for this? What conversation did we have? What role? I'm stretching in the third or fourth inning to get ready to come in the game mid-game, and now all of a sudden, like, now you're going to have me pitch the ninth? The phone rang. I guarantee Wells had no clue in the world, Ben, his name was called. No idea. I bet the glove was probably there with the ball in it. He's ready. He's probably been ready since the fourth inning. But when his name was called by their bullpen coach, his heart skipped a beat because there's no way he thought it was going to be him. That's how unprepared the Baltimore Orioles are. That's the and Baltimore it's not Orioles his fault. in a nutshell. It's not his fault. Okay. Let's go All back. Right, to that's the, my rant. Let's go back to Tory Pines. Where? Let's make Josh, let's make Josh happy. Money I hope be, this will make it. There's I, money to be made be fading the uh, Orioles, making, y'all. Making him happy. Well, that, that too. So Russell Henley, that miraculous bunker shot, goes into the cup for birdie on 11. Goes to 12, sprays his drive way right, and had about two, I think it was 238 in. on the on This is this is a hole that's played the toughest uh, so far all tournament, and the, the number one uh, hardest hole, 513 on the par four. Takes a three-wood, Josh, from the rough. Had actually a pretty good live, and it hits, hits a really good recovery shot that goes through the green. So he's got a tough up and down trying to chip to stay at six under par. Two shots ahead of the surprising Mackenzie Hughes, who just made about a 60-foot eagle putt on the par 5, 13th hole to get to within two shots at four under par. As you see on your screen, Rory McIlroy, he's the leader in the clubhouse. 
the fourth betting favorite at six to one. What do you like on that board? I, I so I bet John Rahm last night at plus four fifty. He's now plus three fifty. And Rom is playing on the 14th hole. Rom's just been, he's been very steady today. Only one bogey, one birdie. You have Matthew Wolf, who's one over on his round today. He just went through the green trying to reach it in two on 13. So both he and Louis Oosthuizen, Oosthuizen who struggled today, two over for his round, two under for the tournament, solo eighth place. Oosthuizen did find the green in two. So that 13th hole's definitely been a birdie hole today. Uh, but he's in pretty good position at the moment. Mentioned to Shambo, he's playing on 17, three under today, three under for the tournament, and uh, Matthew Wolf, Richard Bland rounding out the big group. It's right now five different players at three under par, tied for third. Mentioned Oosthuizen solo in eighth at eight under. Yeah, the other big market too, Josh, that a lot of people bet on, and I'm sure are wondering right now. It's those top tens and top twenties market. Yes. As uh, Dustin Johnson was somebody who had a really nice recovery day. Today, three under, getting him to one under for the tournament in a tie for ninth with Scotty Scheffler and Christian Bezadenhouts, both those latter two names still on the course as we speak right now. And you see where they are a little bit further down the board as far as the live odds at this moment. So your top 20s, these are all guys T12th right now. Paul Casey, he with he and Roy McIlroy, the two low rounds of the day at four under par, 67. Casey at even par, Ian Poulter. Hello, out of nowhere. Ian Poulter, Francesco Molinari. Now there's a name. Mm-hmm. Sung J.M. Brooks Kepka, who really was really kept waiting for him to get it going, just did not today. Even par round, still even for the tournament. Those uh, five guys, along with uh, with Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, who both of those players uh, on 18, each with pretty good birdie opportunities as we speak. Harris English and Xander Shoffley, along with Kevin Streelman. Shoffley, a real disappointment today. The San Diego native. Two over for his round. So if you bet any of those guys, I think I included Sung J.M. I'll just say him again in case, I, in case I missed him. He was two under today, already in the clubhouse. If you bet any of those guys to finish top 20, you're, uh, you're going to sweat heading into Sunday because they're right on, right on that number. I would have to guess, Josh, even par probably gets you a top 20. Maybe one over if you're lucky. The one overs are tied for 22nd right now. It's going to be close, And that includes though. guys like Jordan Spieth, who had a nice day. A great day. Martin Keimer, Lanto Griffin, Chris Baker. Brian Harmon, Lee Westwood, Guido Migliozzi, all at uh, at one over par. There's That's some... our run deeper down the board. Yeah. And, and, and That's like going to we... be a sweat. I've got it's a top a 20 ticket sure. on uh, Colin Morikawa. Yeah, Colin. Even, and I'm really hoping he can get up and down out of the bunker on 18. Give me some breathing room. It's going to be close. Going yeah, I, I, obviously, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're in the red at all, you're probably safe. But, yeah, it's going to be close at even par. Um, we're seeing some shots, too, man. I mean, this course is, is playing hard, and I forgot who it was. Henley, by the way, pretty nice out. He's got about an eight-footer for par. On, I think Paul Casey on, uh, said if the sun comes out, it's going to dry it up, and it's going to be harder to stop the ball in the green for the guys later. He said there's still some scores out there to be made. Oh, Did he make it? He made big it. Big putt. That, but, is, uh, that is a big putt for Russell Henley. Yeah, a huge putt. They've Casey, the 12th, still a two-shot lead on Mackenzie Hughes. He mentioned that, man. Like They had a little overcast in the morning a little bit, and the wind really hasn't been too big of a factor. He's seen the flag a little bit, but nothing crazy. But he did mention if it dries out, it's going to be a little bit harder to stop. We're seeing some shots, and... Again, we're seeing a lot of shots as well where there's a lot of respect for this course. That's the one thing we're also seeing. That is Mackenzie Hughes out of the sand. Uh, these bunker shots, they're all like you want. You very would rather be in the everybody. sand yes. than the rough. We've seen the best shots, the closest to pin. We've seen hole outs from a lot of people out of the sand. Great, so. great bunker shot by Hughes at the 14th. And it was this Wolf. Happened, this another great happened one. Happened for par. And Matthew Wolf on the par Fantastic. 5 
13th hole puts it to within two feet. So Wolf's got to tap in for birdie to get him back to even for his round and four under for the tournament. Justin Thomas, by the way, missed that birdie putt on 18. So he is going to be in the clubhouse at even par. Still waiting to see uh, if Morikawa uh, will have his birdie chance as we've got all sorts of all sorts of guys in the mix right now. Bryson DeChambeau playing his third shot at uh, the the uh, 18th, or I should say the 17th right now after he was in some trouble off the tee. Again, a look at the live odds as these have continued to move around and shift. Uh, DeChambeau, I'm seeing now after having to, to play that out short of the green, 4-1. to one. He, Henley, Rahm, all 4-1 to one right now. If you, if you believe in Henley, who's kept his nerve all day today, if you believe, got a two-shot lead, blind with some else money, 4-1. to one. Not, not quite 290-1 to one for tournament, but 4-1. Uh, to one. And by the way, Colin Morikawa does get into the clubhouse with birdie on uh, 18. So Morikawa, one under. That'll get him a tie for ninth. So if, right now, if you have any top 10 tickets... You would need to be uh, one under. It looks like that's going to be your top 10 number, at least through round three. A lot can change tomorrow for round four, but one under your top 10s, even par, your uh, your top 20s. Watching uh, Louis Eustace, and he's got an eagle putt at 13. Been a struggle today, Josh, for Louis. Yeah. We, we've commented how surprised we are with his, his putting struggles, and he leaves about a 50-foot eagle putt short, uh, about five feet. So he's got that to clean up for birdie. But that could go a long way, right? I mean, you get back to three under, get a little, oh, yeah. a little momentum. Three under, you're right there. You can't ever count Louis out. Too. No, oh, he's he's a lurker. And just Call a putt a today, as you mentioned for him. I mean, if that's if the putting's locked in, he, he's good. Uh, Russell Henley, 2010, tied for 16th with his best finish uh, at an Open. Um, obviously, a guy who's been on tour for a long time, well respected. Just you know, we know the name, but we don't know too many wins. I, I it'd be cool for him. I, I mean, you put that amount of time in, you you, you keep your oh, card yeah. for this long. That's hard enough to do. You got all these young guns coming up out of the uh, amateur ranks every year and just lighting the world on fire and for you know for these guys to continue to 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 stay there and their mentors I and mean, we don't understand all the relationships they have we just know names on top of the leaderboard this would be really cool for a guy like russell henley to go ahead and add to his trophy shelf having been on tour this long i hope he can continue i mean i'd like to see him at least down the stretch tomorrow and see how it holds up Pressure, boy. It's so cool. It's so cool. The, the, it's only going to ratchet it's up so as we, cool, we get into well, Sunday. Play, right? uh, but DeChambeau at 17, so I was mistaken. It was actually his second shot from 91 yards. Hit a, a bombing drive on the par four into the rough, but about 91 yards away. Hacked out to about 20 feet. Just missed his birdie putt, though. So DeChambeau will have a tap in for par to stay at three under, three back of Russell Henley. And uh, yeah, we, we figured, okay, of the two in that final group, surely one, if not both, would struggle. As far as actually the third round matchups go, you could have bet th- those today. Yeah. Russell Henley was minus 170 On over Richard Bland. Gotcha. Which, fair. I, honestly, fair price. And Bland just missed another uh, short putt. He was 31 of 31 on putts inside 10 feet. He's missed a couple today. Now, two under par for the tournament, three over today. He has fallen into a solo, a position of solo eight. As Mackenzie Hughes gets up and down, he's still four under. Louis Eustazen makes his five-foot birdie putt to get back to three under. That continues the chaos. We have got seven guys within three shots of the lead on moving day at the U.S. Open. Not all we're talking about, though, here on Beeson Bet Center. On the other side, we'll talk about some of Josh's best plays. USC card tonight, yes. Diamondbacks. Oh, USC. Oh. Cool. We'll get to, we'll get to <laughs> both. UFC first. That's coming back next here on Beeson Bet Center.
Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Look at Hire Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back in. It is a Saturday evening here on Beeson Vet Center. A lot happening at our Circus Sports Studios off Fremont Street with Josh Towers. He's busy looking to make some bets, as is... Uh, I can tell what you're doing over there, Josh. I'm Ben Wilson. Oh, we had another first in a yes because the Reds are winning. That's part of the parlay. The... 
First, what, what'd what we say? Okay, uh, let, first in, that was let's, plus one fifteen. Let's get to Josh's parlay. For, uh, Russell Henley with an up and down to stay two shots ahead of Mackenzie Hughes as we look at Saturday at the U.S. Open. But well, let's get to Josh's we're parlay. Add, we're first. adding to this parlay, even though it's already started. I, I My Diamondbacks, Rockies, Reds, Bucks. That's basketball parlay. Um, what was the red? What was the first inning? It was a plus oh, one, uh, minus one, minus one twenty. Minus on the Reds. We had this discussion earlier. Seven of the nine MLB games today had gone over with yes runs in the first inning. Make first that nine. eight for ten. Yeah, first the re up first the, first, yes. the first nines, but yeah, uh, strikeout, strikeout, MVP Winkler double. Winkler, there's Winkler's your run. Been, Winkler's been awesome. Yeah, been so the Reds, breaking, man, yeah. The Reds strike first, one nothing on the Padres, uh, just underway in that game. And you take a look at uh, some of those yes in the first inning records. I'm not a, I'm not a big just blindly look at some of these trends. I know you, you made the case for why you should just sometimes blindly bet these these Saturday. I said that games in reverse in order too, in particular. But those are the records of teams, and it's interesting. The Padres have, and not that surprisingly, because they've had such a good pitching staff. They've been one of the, the least profitable teams, at least if you're betting. The yes, yes. So you'd, you'd actually be better off most of the time betting the Padres on the no-run first inning. However, it was a bullpen game today, so uh, not maybe that surprising. That And as we mentioned, the yes was juiced a little bit to minus 120. Meanwhile, the Astros are batting in the bottom of the first. That is a nothing-nothing game. So for Ember Valdez got through a clean top of the first, that yes price, Josh, was plus We got a runner at second and one out for the Strohs. Uh, kind of a... Altuve reaches on throwing error by third baseman Yoel Mankata. So you're live. And then the ever rare, this doesn't have very much in baseball, Michael Brantley struck out. That, that might, is rare. It might be that the purest at, purest hitter in all of baseball. This dude can flat out hit, man. He's just a professional. Like, that's the definition of professional hitter is Michael Brantley. With Lance Lynn and his 150 uh, ERA on, on the mound you today. Want you, want me to hit, you want me to hit 330, 340 every year with about 20 and 80, 90? What do you want? No, I don't want that. <laughs> this dude's let me hit. His dad was my <laughs> hitting bad. coach in Toronto. Okay. So I got to know him when he was a kid. Uh, so obviously he, you know, he had that. His dad played clearly, and he had the professional coaching all the time. But he just has a, just always had an, an understanding for the game of baseball and for hitting his whole life. Watching him come up to the minor leagues was beautiful. And, again, just Michael Brantley's just been a, a professional hitter. What do you think his career average is? I'm going to say Brant. He's had so many 300 I'm going to say he's a career, I'm going to say he's like 298 career. Yeah, he, he came up in 2009, by the way. I mean, he's been playing a long time. Uh, you're, you're leaving me in suspense. 298. Right on it, buddy. Boom. Right what on do it. I get for that? I did not have that pulled up on any of my multiple screens. When you said it, too, I was like, this guy right on the button. Uh, by the way, Yuli Gurriel base hits. We'll see if we can get one of those games on in our, our studio. We have so, so many got, uh, TVs in yeah, here. we got to see. First and third, one out. First and third, one out with Jordan Alvarez coming up. So this might continue that trend. It would be 9 of 11 MLB games on the Saturday card uh, with runs in the first inning. Uh, by the way, I just see John Rahm miss a pretty good look at, uh, at how, wow, that was actually oh. a par putt on 14. He now has to clean up about a five-footer for bogey, and he Ooh. missed it. He ran the oh, two. Man. Oh man! Oh man, John Rom, two inches. Whoa, whoa! Where's your Rom ticket? That's oh it's no, that's phone, not, so. Is it a double? Double bogey it, for. I mean, he's still what two feet? Double bogey for John Rom. I felt like on the comeback, he kind of rushed this. I don't. I mean, it didn't look like he went through his complete routine. You know, obviously, he doesn't feel like he's ever going to miss that shot. It looked like he pulled it a little bit, too. The first putt wasn't hit that bad. Like, it was a really good putt. He just barely missed, but he just ran it by a little bit too far. 
Um, and he and it's a reason a reason why I had you know I'd, I'd like to take it on him outside of all of the recent form and the the history at Torrey mm -hmm. Pines. Very good putter on the, these Poa greens, both at at this particular uh, Torrey Pines course on the south course and just on west coast Poa greens in general. But that is a rough double bogey to take. So he's going to fall back now into a tie for ninth with the guys like Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, and Scotty Scheffler right now. He is five back and. Taking a look at how that has adjusted the live market, he, just on one hole, went from your betting favorite at plus 350 to now 16 to 1. He does make his double bogey putt, but that is a... That ball's gone. That, that ball is gone. Rough <laughs> double. Yeah, into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Happy Gilmore is going to have to go find that ball. Uh, Russell Henley, now you're in tournament leader and favorite, plus 350, leading the tournament by shots at 6 under par. We'll come back, tell you the latest... Big day at the U.S. Okay. Open right after this here on Beeson Bet Center. season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts like Josh Downs give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB. And our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And one of those betting opportunities was the yes in the first run today of all days, Josh. Nine for 11 now. And that came on. We were just talking about it. Our last segment. I think it's 10 for 12. Uh, 10 for 11? Whatever it is. Whatever. Good. whatever. That's a high, high, it's high, good. high hold percentage. Either way. Uh, error, single, and a wild pitch by Lance Lynn gives the Astros a run. They're still batting at the bottom of the first. So both of those games, we, Josh, you had talked about. You said you kind of liked. You, you, were, you were liking. We didn't both, like the plus money for but sure. But you yeah. wanted the plus money. Plus 115 on the yes for the White Sox Astros. That is a yes. Also minus 120. Yes. In Reds Padres. That comes home. So tack, and, and that's, tack one to the yes column on all of, on the, on those four teams you see there on your screen. The uh, the AL teams with the yes. The Reds Padres the was it, it was a reliever throw. And usually I don't mind Padres when, with the, by the way leadoff runner on second. Yeah, no I don't mind when first. relievers actually start games as far as the no concern because mm -hmm. they're they I mean they know how to prepare. They come out ready quickly. That's really their job. In this situation, I think he was. Thrown into that kind of unexpectedly, and then oh, by the way, you have given us three, so maybe he can give us a little bit of an extension, and then it puts him in a different mindset compared to what he's used to doing. And so then there's the uncertainty of like, what is my job really today for for the for the pitcher for the Padres? So a little bit of uncertainty, and, and and those are the little things mentally that we're we're trying to take advantage of. Obviously, just like Vandy in Arizona up here in college baseball. College Baseball World Series going on right now. I, had a, I was talking with Derek Stevens, owner of the Circa Resort, a little bit earlier. He's got himself, he said he had one game he liked today. Oh, we've got a lot of baseball left. That was, and that was Vanderbilt. They were about a minus 180 favorite with Kumar Rocker. The, stud. The, the absolute stud pitcher will be one of the top draft picks mm -hmm. coming up. He and Vanderbilt against uh, Arizona. This was a the four-versus-five matchup, and uh, Vandy gives up a three spot in the top of the first inning. They're just underway uh, in, there you go. in uh, Omaha So that's all right the now. stuff we talk about again, too. The same thing. It doesn't change at the amateur ranks of college baseball. 
Uh, Vandy's good. Kumar's been amazing, just like Lighter. These two guys set the world on fire for this team. Arizona's been really good as well. But, again, it just shows you what's at stake and, and the internal workings of, of adrenaline and nervousness and, and, and I don't know how it's going to be and is this the right pitch to throw. And then you kind of settle down a little bit and you get into rhythm. And it's no different than this ranks either. These guys gave up three in the first and here we go. But I got a feeling this is uh, this game. This actually close closed all day. Uh, Vanderbilt minus 240. But why Circa. wouldn't they? And I don't think people will get Arizona enough credit, too. They, they've, they've played some series. They've beat some teams that they shouldn't have. They seem to always have been the underdog, but they've been playing fantastic baseball. And then again, Vandy's been getting the headlines for most of the year, namely because of Mr. Leiter, who's been... That duo, Jack Leiter, Kumar Rocker. Easy to like just safely say, I'm going to take Leiter with the first overall pick in the draft. That'd be an easy thing to do. He may not. Maybe goes two or three. But he's been getting a lot of the publicity, and rightfully so. And then Kumar really hasn't been getting it, but everybody who follows college baseball in Vandy knows how good he is because he's, he's kind so of matched him watch. in stats. So yeah. fun to watch. Drastically, you know, interesting styles and whatnot, but definitely fed off each other. Unfortunately, no live betting, uh, at least uh, here in the Nevada jurisdictions, offered on the college baseball. So no, no way for you to, to get in on it live. I'll check quickly to see if uh, if they're offer. I don't. Yeah, they are not offering it either uh, on the East Coast. So uh, again, that's a newer sport you're able to bet on. Not uh, not too much of a surprise there. But again, that, three nothing lead for that Arizona. That pitch right there by Arizona as well, Ben. It was supposed to be a sinker into the righty, and he you know you don't trust it. Like it's the right pitch, but then you I don't you know, and he pulls it all the way across. So instead of being a sinker in, it actually turns to be a lazy fastball away with no life, and then, of course, it puts, it puts him right on the bat, and then he gets an easy base hit to right field. And as, as pitchers, if we don't understand that if I was trying to go in and I missed away, then I lost the finish of the ball. I lost, like, whatever it was supposed to do, it no longer does that. And then I threw the pitch in because it was set up correctly. That means the pitch away probably wasn't the right pitch, and then I threw you a dead pitch, and I put you on it. As a, as a pitcher, I have to understand that that was my mistake. You didn't get a hit. I put you on the ball. Now, if I don't, this is what happens. The next guy comes up. Luckily, there was two outs. Didn't work out. Next guy comes up. He has the negative effects of, I just missed a spot and gave up a base hit. So he doesn't have that kind of trust. He grooves one to this dude. He hits a ball to why my left fielder, by the way, is playing on the warning track. I don't know why you're playing that deep because now a routine fly ball turns into a scored from first double. You see what I'm saying? So we talked about Three, this with the Orioles. One. If the Orioles yeah. weren't so deep, they would have ended that game and would have won it. Arizona's playing the warning track. If the ball's over your head, it's a home run, right? So now 90% of the plays are in front of you, and that ball, which is a routine, uh, maybe a line drive, but it should have mm -hmm. been a routine cut. Now Vandy's got life, three run, runner at second, two outs. You just say long, long way to go. Long three, game, three, man. Three, one. A lot of people laying it with, uh, with Vanderbilt today. On that. I just, and, and he's Big still so deep. Price. Like, What are you protecting against, in my opinion, if you're, if you're two steps off the warning track? As, like, as a coach, know. what are you, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of look at I'm not the one that ball smoke, too, but uh, right out the shortstop. So Arizona oh, will get out of game. it. This is going to be good. Uh, Josh is excited. Josh I'm excited. is now invested, even though he doesn't have a bet. He's invested. Uh, back to the U.S. Open where uh, it, we've, we've expected the carnage. It's happened, though, maybe not for the guys we expected. Sure, Richard Bland, the overnight Friday night leader, has struggled. He, today, three over par through 13 holes, down to 200 for the tournament. So, yeah, you could kind of see that coming. But, look, Russell Henley continues to be solid. He, even on the birdieable par 5, 13th, a little bit wayward off the tee, he's able to at least recover, get in with par, and uh, is just on the 14th tee right now. So six under, one under today, and he is now your tournament favorite at plus 350. 
largely in part to the fact that now, now no longer on that first page is John Rahm, who just had a three-putt from about 10 feet for a double bogey to fall back to one under par. He had been your overnight tournament favorite, was the pre-tournament favorite. Well, now he's uh, fallen back in Rahm at this point in the 12-to-1 range as we speak. Henley plus 350. Bryson DeChambeau had a good look at birdie on 18, but could not make the putt. A lot of missed putts today for Bryson. Yes. But he gets in the clubhouse with a very tidy 3-under 68. 3-under, he and McElroy both tied for third. That might be your second to the last pairing on Sunday, and both he and both DeChambeau and McElroy plus 450 right now. What happens with, with, with Bryson if that's the pairing? I mean, listen, he, he, his swing looked good. He, he, you know, from his irons to his drivers, like everything looked really good today. He looked under control. Again, to have every aspect work in the short game, the putting, the driving, the long irons, it's, it's hard to get it all going, but he did a pretty good job. Um, what happens tomorrow when he's paired with Rory and he's trying to, you know, he's the guy that drives the ball a long way and Rory's taking this beautiful swing and out driving all day. Is he going to play the mental games on Bryson? Well, we, we are not going to get the Bryson Brooks matchup. No, we're not getting that. Kepka, we even didn't want far. that. What do you mean? I don't want that. It's a I waste of our time. The rest of America. They just don't like each other. Who cares? They're not going to fight on the course. There was a fight in the Corn Ferry. Last week. Probably about that three Let's get some highlights. What's <laughs> I don't think we have any. Uh, what, we, what we do have is a preview of some big games on the playoff slate. NHL playoffs starting at the top of the hour. We'll tell you about that next right here on the Vsin Bet Center. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting 
or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome back. It is VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday night. Thanks so much for spending your evening with us. Good luck on all of your bets. Hopefully you're doing good so far, and there's still a lot more opportunities to get to as we look at a live betting market in the U.S. Open right now. Back with Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. Now we're going to get to also in a couple of minutes the uh, the top of the hour games, which will bring some big matchups, including in the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, continuing with one semifinal series playing a game for tonight. That'll be the Lightning and uh, the Islanders. I'm not sure what that... Uh, that was a changeup. Josh is always watching baseball in some form or fashion as a former Major League pitcher, I guess. And you're just, just trying to figure some stuff out. That's just like your, your thing. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. Three, at 3-1, three, Arizona on top of Vanderbilt is a big underdog in the uh, second night of the College World Series. First games for each of those teams in, uh, the, in the tournament in Omaha. But right now at the U.S. Open... We have two of the, the top guys, two tournament favorites coming into the week. Had really nice Saturdays, able to move up the leaderboard in Rory McIlroy and Bryson DeChambeau. If you're just joining us, they are in the clubhouse at three under par. However, two guys who we, I think, both expected, I think all of us, not just you and I, Josh, but the whole betting golf community, expected to struggle, and that was Russell Henley and Mackenzie Hughes. Henley, one under today through 13. Getting to six under for the tournament, your live betting favorite at plus 350. Hughes, he is currently on the 17th hole. Two under for his round, thanks to a 60-foot eagle bomb that he hit on 13 to get to four under. So those are your top two right now. Matthew Wolf just dropped a shot at 14 to go back to three under par. And just a moment ago, not, not uh, don't have a chance to have this updated for you, but at least on that graphic, but uh, Scotty Scheffler just made a nice birdie putt on 17, so he continues to lurk. Scheffler... And he's got that par 5, 18 to finish. He does, which has five. been a birdie hole. So Scheffler yeah. a chance to get to three under uh, with a, a birdie on 18. Oh. Right now, Henley has about Forced. a 30-footer for birdie on the 14th hole, which almost drops. That was a pretty good run at it for Russell Henley. With that birdie, by the way, for Scotty Scheffler, he moves now to 16-1. to one. So it's DeChambeau and McElroy each plus 450 behind the favored Russell Henley at plus 350. Matthew Wolf right now sitting at nine to one. Mackenzie Hughes ten to one, and John Rahm who really killed himself with a three putt double bogey on the on the fourteenth hole. 
Did just par the 15th hole. He is, though, two over for his day, one under for the tournament. Xander Shoffley, who has been also kind of a disappointment today, he has rallied on the back with birdies now at 13 and just a moment ago at 17. So he's gotten it back to one under par There's along with... Uh, Big-time opportunities on 17-18. Oh, yeah. 17 is one that's kind of like... You're, I, it's, it's a short par four, but you, I think you're still possibly, this is my own opinion, I don't know stats, you, birdie, you're, you still might be picking up a little bit on the field. 18 seems to be the one where you have to birdie. You can't really give it up. But again, there's 17 That has 18. been the uh, easiest hole on the course as far as scoring. Okay, yeah. Is, so 17 is, is an opportunity to move up the board quickly. Like, I mean, again, hole 17 right now, according to USGA, ranking the 12th hardest hole out right. of the 18. So th- you are, you're exactly right on that. There's some, uh, we've seen a couple birdies in the last couple, you know, guys finishing. So, again, Scheffler birdies that one. That's huge. Now, obviously, he's a long hitter, too. There's a chance he gets in the fairway. Uh, he has a chance to be on the green in two. Again, it's a birdie hole, so we're looking at, if everything goes right, worst case, maybe three under for him, puts him three off the lead for right now, but right in prime position with the rest of the boys. And, again, we've seen some eagles, too. So, there's some things that can turn around through 17, and then there's that stretch in the middle where Russell's at right now that you kind of just want to par your way through. I think, Sunday might be, uh, I think Sunday might be kind of fun. That's I want to see. Again, I don't remember what hole it was. Let me see. There's a par three. It's like 138 today. Um, that's the third hole. Okay. So, again, that's the same hole that was 198. At USGA. 168, now 138. Well, they had, they had, oh, that's a good question. They had one of the par fours today was playing actually a yard shorter than the par 518. Or, sorry, a yard longer than the par 518. yeah. yeah. The sixth hole, I believe. So they've really, USGA has really been able to mix things up on a, a round-by-round well, uh, basis. That's what I was saying about this middle stretch. So, like, 13's a par 5, 589. That's respectful. Uh, 14's 427. But then 15's a par 4, 521 yards. And then 16's a par 3, 199 yards. So we got, you know, that's back-to-back really tough holes. Mm-hmm. And then you get a little bit of reprieve on 17 and then obviously 18. So you gotta be st- you got to be smart through this. This stretch, but again, that that one hole. I mean, you're you're talking anything from a, a gap wedge to a six iron, depending on the day and the tee box. And then there's two tee boxes back to back, and there's a tee box off to the right. So then you have two completely different looks, but three completely different distances. That's what makes this course awesome as well. And the you know the U.S. Open. I know some people have been saying, yeah, Tory, but not, not the greatest U.S. Open venue. It's like, okay, that might be right, but I, you know, there obviously are, are more crazier, wilder, tougher scoring venues that the U.S. Open is hosted. But this, and it's not you can't always, complain with Tory. Come on, Tory, fine. Oh, it's awesome. So it's, been, it's gr- been great to watch. Again, we're at a major, right? We're at a U.S. Open, and we have one guy at 600 with still holes to play, and then we have a 400 and a lot of threes. Like that's competitive championship golf to the best of the world. We don't need these courses where these guys are finishing winning the tournament at plus one and plus two. That's not golf. That's not what that you're asking the best in the world. To, that's not even respectful. <laughs> but this is a respectful course with respectful scores on a major. I, I think. I think you are. I think this is where the USGA would like the range right here. To be yeah, in yeah. the in the four to seven range. I think you're. I agree. You're completely uh, accurate on that. So Henley, uh, right now, just watching him, he is off of the uh, the tee on the fifteenth right now, just about uh, ready to go. Four. I, I do think we are going to see Russell Henley be your overnight leader. Again, two-shot lead right now on Mackenzie Hughes. It's a long par four. Uh, with, this is a, it is a uh, yeah, tough par four right now, but have to imagine Henley is going to be your overnight leader. He's going to be your odds-on favorite. I don't think a lot of people are going to be betting him, though. I don't think a lot of people will be trusting that he can actually get the job done as I see him uh, stripe a ball, but it is cutting a little bit down the right-hand side and does just enough to stay into the fairway. So he does find the short grass. Russell Henley does on 15. I don't think any. I think the most popular bet tomorrow 
is certainly going to be Rory. those two you see in the T3 spot, Rory and Bryson, plus 450. I think everybody and their brother is going to be on those two guys in some form or fashion. You sticking tomorrow. with your John Rom or are well, you? Well, that ticket's you in consider- my account, so I no, I did bet it at plus four fifty. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is like you know, going in tomorrow. Let's say it ends right now, uh, where it is. Are you are you taking any shots? Do you like Russell getting two? You're still going to get Henley at, at good money, even though let's say he's hypothetically up two. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes obviously played well. The Eagle put him in this good spot. Do you trust that? Rory DeChambeau pretty consistent four under and three under. Scotty Scheffler has a chance. On 18 to be right in the mix. We know how good he's been. Um, what are you doing? You know, I, you know what I would ask, and I want to see. They did just upload the uh, the the data golf live uh, the live numbers as far as the strokes gained. What I would want to do look at some of the putting here. And yeah. shocker, John Rahm has lost about two strokes on the field with uh, putting this week. I'm interested. What so Ustazen, who has been such a solid putter on the on this surface, these Poa greens, great putter especially in majors, especially it's a Torrey Pines. He lost, He was minus point, so far, minus .07. He right now has a, a long opportunity for birdie that comes up just short on 15. I might play Ustazen, in all honesty, in a, I could play him in a fourth-round matchup. Is there anybody that can go six or seven under? I mean, is that day possible? I think, I think four is probably your max, and that's, Given the and that's considering the fact that these guys will be teeing off, most of these players in the later groups teeing off when the scoring conditions are tougher. Keeping in mind that, I mean, Rory McIlroy was basically about. You know, normally, you look at guys who have who gain tons of strokes putting, and that's the the one category that has the most variance. And you look to maybe fade them the next round. McIlroy was basically about field average on the putting today, and yet he he, he fires a four under sixty seven. So it is. It is man. doable without just getting an incredibly hot putter. DJ was by far the best putter he today. He gained about five strokes on the field in putting. And there was still a couple he left out there. Like, uh, but he no, close. he was Johnson was below average in approach off the tee and tee to green today. And that's what I was wondering. Like, can he go out there and fire a? 600? So I'm so Johnson is not somebody I would be, He's I would be looking board. at deeper right. on the board. I do look. I would also add as well, and I won't play it because I've already invested on Rom. We've seen this play out a few times, where Rom's been weirdly bad early in, in weekends when he's been in the mix at majors only to then kind of backdoor his way into a top 10 or, or go low on a Sunday when that. he's out of contention. If it's a, and, and Rom, it'll be a big minus price against whoever the matchup you, you find with him. He was minus 200 Who we today, fading? I think. Who we fading him um, Matchup plays overall. So I would, well, I would say I think Rom would be a good matchup bet. Unfortunately, you're going to have to lay a lot of juice. I like Ustazen would be a good matchup okay. bet. I th- you know, honestly, Matthew Wolf, while I have loved the way he has fought through the, the mental struggles that he's been very open about and his, his look good. To me, like the but the up and down nature of his game on a course like Torrey Pines, right. you just can't get away with for four rounds. I mean he has been all but over the place. Being a Southern California kid, not too far down the road. I know maybe he's been on this course a few times, you think that helps? No, it's it definitely. Tough. He, he yeah. said he feels right at home on this course. But I, if you get let's and it, as it would stand right now, if you get an Ustazen Wolf matchup, and now I think Ustazen would be I think so slightly favored. That's that is actually a matchup um, I would play. I, honestly, you might get a good price at baiting DJ on Sunday because nobody's going to want to bet he's against have him. Have a good round, yeah. I actually, I actually think fading Dustin Johnson from a number standpoint gotcha. might actually not be the worst thing in the world. But I look, I have to think. Uh, Russell Henley 
that uh, uh, Russell Henley, Mackenzie Hughes final grouping is going to be fascinating to watch. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard not to think that one of Roy McIlroy or Bryson DeChambeau will not be uh, hoisting the trophy come Sunday night. Uh, that's that's all I know. Uh, by the way, Scotty Scheffler was trying to get himself to three under. He drove it into the bunker he on eighteen, here. so he'll have to lay up. Still though, chance to get up and down, make birdie. Uh, he does, yeah, hit his second shot into yeah, the fairway. He left himself a number he's comfortable with. So sure. all right, he's got a shot to get to, to mm-hmm. a three under. And Scheffler's just been lurking, very quiet this uh, this whole round. So far, and Russell Henley right now playing on the uh, the 15th hole. He'll have about 229 in that long uh, par is, for the third toughest hole. Is Scotty Scheffler a guy that as soon as he breaks through, wins something like this, wins one of these you know respectful tournaments? It's it's we're just gonna see him every day. Like I, I just feel like he's so talented of, that he's gonna be a lot of people the Baltimore Cowboys and those guys. Yeah. Right? I, no, I definitely Household he man. definitely is in that is in that, I, and I like him. I didn't yeah. bet him this week. I think he's a really uh, solid play. So that's the U.S. Open. We're coming down the stretch, which we'll talk about more in our final hour. We'll also get our previews in of the Lightning Islanders' big game four and a huge game seven in the NBA. Bucks net starts in about a half hour. We'll tell you about those on the other side here on Beeson Bet Center. Hope you bet the best. has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 